Hi there, my name is Carrie Conover and I went from classroom teacher to ed tech leader to CEO in five years. I'm here to share the stories and wisdom of teachers who have successfully transitioned from the classroom to the boardroom. Have you been lucky enough to get a few initial interviews with your favorite education company, but for some reason you just can't get past that first round to a second interview? Today, I'm going to share three things that you might be doing that are holding you back from getting that second interview. I'm Carrie Conover, the founder of Educators to Educators and the creator of Classroom to Boardroom. Classroom to Boardroom is a self-paced online course that you can take. I teach you everything you need to know about going from the classroom to working for your favorite education company. Let's get started with the three things that might be holding you back from getting a second interview. Number one is your presence on camera. These days we're doing all of our interviews via video, which is great because many of us are now really comfortable being on video. But I often find that when I work one-on-one -on -one with people, one of the things that they're not really thinking about is their presence on camera. So you want to make sure that when you're on camera that you have the camera at a good angle, just like I do right now. I, I play around with this a lot to make sure I have a really good angle, that I'm sitting up straight, I'm looking right at the camera, like almost like you're making eye contact with the person that you're speaking with. So you need to practice by recording yourself, seeing what you look like on the other end. Your presence on camera is essential because you need to come off confident and competent at the same time. So really, you know, think about the lighting in your room. Do you have enough lighting? Is it dark? What's behind you? I was interviewing Dr. Bakuni, one of my favorite career experts, and she was talking about how sometimes she'll go into an interview and someone will have like a bra hanging off their Peloton in the background. Like you really got to pay attention to what's in the background. I think that's a severe case, but I do think being up against a plain wall or a nice bookshelf, nothing too distracting so that you really look professional and you're putting your best foot forward. Also make sure what you're wearing is appropriate for that job interview. You can wear something interesting with a pattern like this, like this would be something super appropriate for an initial interview where you look polished and put together. You can also wear bright colors and solids. Just really make sure that you're showing up looking like you want this job. I'm happy to give you a behind the scenes tour of how I set up my desk so that on every Zoom call, no matter what I'm doing, I'm looking professional and really put together. So if you want me to share more of those tips, comment down below and I'll create a video giving you guys a behind the scenes of my whole office space. Okay, let's move on and let's talk about reason number two. You might be applying for the wrong positions. This is kind of a sensitive topic because I have seen educators in the past mm, fudge some things on their LinkedIn profile or exaggerate some things on their, their resume to make it seem like they are ready to do a position that maybe they're not quite ready for. Listen, that first interview is a two-way street. You're trying to figure out if this job is a good fit for you, and they're trying to figure out if you have the hard and soft skills to do the job. That's their number one objective in these screener interviews. Yes, they wanna find out if they like you. Yes, they wanna find out if they wanna work with you, but mostly they're trying to dig deep to say, hey, ultimately, can this person do this job? 
So just make sure that you're being honest on your LinkedIn, you're being honest on your resume, and that you are applying for jobs that you really could do. Now, I'm not saying that you have to check every single bullet point on the job description and have every single requirement, but you know you should have at least 50% of those things in your tool belt. You should be able to do, without much assistance, half of the things on that requirement list. So if you're going for jobs that are a little bit too advanced for you right now, maybe tone it back and really take a look at those job descriptions and make sure you are applying for roles that are appropriate for you coming straight out of the classroom. I'll be talking about this topic more in future videos, but again, just look hard at that job description and make sure you are applying for jobs that are appropriate for your work experience. The number three reason I see people not getting past those initial calls is they haven't practiced enough. This is a skill. Interviewing is a skill. Being on camera, speaking to someone is a skill. So you need to be practicing things like answering questions that are very common in interviews. Once again, that confidence on the camera. I tell some of my classroom to board members, like, I don't care if you print out a little picture of me and put it on your camera and pretend you're talking to me. You have to be looking straight into the camera. And that is something I, I know I learned and had to learn, but you always really need to be looking into that camera, right? You don't want to be looking down or looking up or looking to the side. Um, so practicing what you're going to say to common questions. Also practicing what you're going to say when you get asked a question that you don't know the answer to, how are you going to handle that? And the best way to practice, I have three ideas for you. One, download some common interview questions. You can find them all over the internet and go into a mirror and practice looking at yourself and talking to yourself in a mirror. Number two, have a spouse, a best friend, a child, someone, your mom, your dad, practice asking you questions and you have to answer them. I often find that you're the most nervous doing this when you do it with someone that you really highly value their opinion. Like someone you're very close to that you want them to think you're smart and witty. And so like practicing them was is actually really good practice for doing this with strangers. So you can practice in a mirror by yourself, find a trusted person to ask you these questions and answer them out loud like you're in an interview. And number three, record yourself answering common questions and watch yourself back. What kind of a message are you sending? Are you able to answer in a succinct way that leaves them hungry to learn more about you? The whole point of interview number one is to make sure that you are legit and you can do the job that you're interviewing for. And two, do they like you? Do you have charisma? Do you have confidence enough that they wanna to talk to you again? Are you leaving them hungry for more? So to wrap this up, just make sure that you have a wonderful, confident presence on camera, that you're applying for the correct positions, and that you are practicing your answers when you know the answer to a question and when maybe you don't know the answer to a question. I hope this helps all of you. Once again, I would love if you subscribed to my channel and liked this video. Until next time, I'm in your corner.